Attention Pokemon players, you are listening to Triple P, the Pittsburgh Pokemon podcast. I am your host, Jake Abrams, alongside Nick Yurko, aka the Duke of Hobbies. Nick, how are we doing? All right, Jake. All right, all right. How about yourself? <laughs> doing good. Uh, it's been a it's been a busy week uh, for Pokemon for me, or the, uh, since the last episode. I jumped into three limitless tournaments, <clears throat> trying Woo! to really improve my overall um, play, um, and then just get some tournament rep in, you know, in preparation for hopefully the world to start opening up um, mm-hmm. and com- competitive play opening up probably at some point next year. So, uh, yeah, really trying to ramp that up and did pretty well. Although I didn't make cut in any three of them, I made it to a win and in. So the first game, the first tournament I played, and I forget which ones they were all, uh, but they were all at least over 100 players. So the first one I went into a win and in, and I literally had the game and I misclicked. Uh. I misclicked and, you know, missed, you know, the win and in because of that, <clears throat> um, which is kind of frustrating, but um, mm-hmm. it happens. Um, then went into another tournament. Can and- I ask what kind of misclick it was? Yeah, it was uh, it was for Shadow Rider. Um, I had the active, and I was going to use his ability, uh-huh. and I accidentally click attack when my all if I had to do is uh, you know click his ability, do one more energy, and that would have been enough for a knockout. Um, See, so uh, clearly not like a like a mistake that you would make IRL, right? Um, but you know it is what it is. Um, right. I made the mistake gotta live with it and move on um so then i jumped into another one um and then uh missed cut again by just losing the winning in uh had a bad matchup and um you know didn't maybe play ultimately in that last game uh but then jumped into the last one which was actually eight rounds ended up going six two and i thought i was in a winning in game against the dark box and of course i'm playing shadow rider um (laughs) and i'm like okay well i just need to overcome this the dark box because it's a bad matchup or whatever it's probably the best game i personally have played of pokemon um where i think i played that game flawlessly and ended up beating it six uh you know six prizes to none Wow. Uh, just because I held him back um, with some decision making, like early on, I could have mm-hmm. taken a knockout on a two prizer, but I decided, you know, gust up that Weavile before it's able to, you know, do its trick um, with energy, um, you know, moving energy around, and then uh, went on from there. Where I, you know, I, I, I made really good decisions. So I was really pumped, won that game, um, and ended up being where only a. I think only four or three of the six twos made it. And I think there was a total of like eight. And so I just missed it. Um, <laughs> but no, it was fun. And going, going back to the, the middle tournament, um, I was in the middle of a, I had to win two games in a row. And I was in the middle of my second to last round trying to, you know, a must win to put myself in that position. And as that was right about to happen, uh, Pumpkin Amy rated me for for over 100 people. And I was uh, I was like very flustered because, you know, we're, we're our <laughs> channel still growing and I'm trying to play good. Oh, and, come on. And, that's and people, yeah, well, I won the first game. I won the first yeah. game. But uh, it's like people were sh- showing the love, giving us follows. Um, 
and, and you know, chatting yeah. with me and I'm trying to, you know, play well and doing that at the same time. And I, you know, I, later on, I told Amy, thank you. And she's like, well, welcome to my world. Cause I told her how difficult it was. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, I, yeah. I, I respect her. Uh, but no, she's, uh, that was awesome. And, and, uh, no, it, it was fun, and I feel like I'm slowly getting there when it comes to uh, competitive play. I'm still not wa- where I want to be, but I'm, you know, I'm on that cusp. I think. Yeah. No, you're you're putting in the time, and you're putting in a lot of effort. So, um, you know, I know I'm glad. I know things aren't panning out the way you, you wanted to, but at the same time, it's still it's like there's still that's still a lot of success I'm hearing, uh, in terms of just you know it's amazing how many players are also you know don't get to that point too or you know, they might not be able to, for some reason, they're like not sure why it went a, a, another way. And so yeah. I know you as a player, you're, you're very critical of your, the way you play oh. a game. And for you to say you played a match flawlessly is very rare, to be honest. Uh, well, uh, I, yeah, I agree with that. Um, to be fair, also, um, the game that I lost, I think it was a ra- two rounds before it was against mm-hmm. an Eternatus, which was a bad uh, matchup, mm-hmm. but I completely misplayed that game. So to be fair, I lost the game was still in balance. I think I was slightly ahead and I could have won, but mm-hmm. I made a, a severe misplay and it definitely cost me that game. Um, so yep. to be fair, like I played one game, I think flawlessly, um, but, you know, definitely always good to like, look within and see where you've made mistakes so you can try to grow as a player. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, that that's the number one important uh, lesson, I think, when it comes to anybody trying to up their game in anything competitive, uh, Pokemon or, or elsewhere. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. We said that time many times before yes. too. So yep. stay, yeah, you just consistency and, <laughs> and um, just put in the time and work, but, um, but enough about me. I, I, think, I, I think we have a new nickname for you. You're consistency? just Mr. Consistent. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad nickname. That's not a bad nickname, but it's very I'll true. It. It's your, it's your catchphrase. Um, how about yourself nick what what have you been up to in this last week it's funny it, it, you know we talking about playing pokemon i'm on i'm playing a lot of pokemon backend style so i'm i have pokemon up and running and you know i'm working on our stream i'm working on uh, those things in the background so that for you and it, we're going to be hitting a switch here hopefully soon and uh, everyone's going to get to benefit from a lot of cool new toys while watching you get the stream. And also uh, for our listeners and stuff, hopefully everyone sees a quality boost soon. So yeah. um, I'm not sure exactly when I'll implement everything. And I'm not sure if I want to implement everything in like phases or such, but we're, we'll see how it goes. You know, it's um, it's a nice learning experience for me. For so sure. I, I'm enjoying my end of it there. So now uh, what the overlay that you've got for us to start um, already amazing. I would say, and I, I know I've already talked to you this, but uh, you know, other people have been asking, "Hey, we need some more emotes or some more, mm-hmm. some more like things." So we need to definitely what? put those in there. It's, um, it's. I mean, I it's it, it when it comes to emotes and stuff like that. I wish they would just let us put more in because we could. But again, yeah. there were limitations on Twitch itself, and you know, so you know, as we slowly grow, uh, more and more should appear. So yeah, um, no, you know, we just keep sending everyone who keeps joining us, just keep sending the love the way they are with the follows yeah. and stuff, and it goes such a long way for us. I appreciate every single one of you guys that has followed us and showed us love in any way um, and people in the future as well. So mm-hmm. love this community um, from our locals to abroad um, filled with just some awesome people. 
All right, so Jake, we have a very special episode today. We're doing some, yeah. some stuff a little bit different here. Yes. Uh, but we're actually, we have a special guest today, but we we've already recorded that a few days ago for us. Uh, and we're recording this later because we wanted to talk about some uh, more updated news. We wanted mm-hmm. to save that for them. And uh, so we are future Jake and Nick. Yes, we're uh, future and, Jake and Nick right now. And, but in a little bit here, not too far from now, after we go over our whimsy watch and some news, uh, we'll be jumping to past Jake and Nick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so a little time travel in this back episode. Back to the future. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and so, uh, so a little bit of a fun editing on our end here. And uh, But yeah, let's... Um, Real quick, uh, before we get into our news that we kind of wanted to cover here, we'll jump right to Chuck with the Whimsy Watch. Hello and welcome to another Whimsy Watch, where we take a quick look at the meta. Now, let's jump right in into our top five most played decks. Working our way to the top, we have Eternatus in the number five spot. Etern is still showing that it's a solid option no matter how many counters they throw into the meta for it. Luke Metal slides in at number four, still walling up, Still making top cut finishes. Number three is Ice Rider Calyrex and is proving to be a very solid staple in the meta. Number two is ADP with Moltres, the variant that is sweeping the meta like some kind of TikTok dance challenge. And your number one deck this week for the third straight week, Shadow Rider Calyrex. I think I've said enough about Shadow Rider. So let's talk about the bird in the room that doesn't let any of these decks I just talked about hit it. Decidueye had another big week of tournament wins, both in quantity and in large tournaments, aka quality. So let's take this week's focus to break this pain in the butt down and get to the bottom of it. So the only attacker is obviously Decidueye. Using the deep forest camo abilities prevent damage from any V's, VMAXs, and GX's. So what this means is your deck needs to have a single prize attacker or something that turns that ability off. Because this deck runs a Shady Dealings Inteleon line with those Decidueyes to help guarantee that turn to rare candy evolve on Rallet. The Inteleon package makes that evolve extremely reliable, which in turn puts the pressure on you to attack early and often on those Rallets so that they cannot evolve. Alternatively, if your deck can fit a good tech attacker, like an Aegis Slash V for metal, or a solid single prizer like Volcanion for fire, the Decidueye can just easily be dispatched and they're left with nothing really to attack with. The problem is a lot of the top five meta decks do not have those convenient attackers and rely on cards like BB to hit through that ability. This can be hard to replicate enough times to get all six of your prizes. So, I ask you savvy listeners, what's your Decidueye counter? Cause looking at the meta this week, now is the time that you need one. So let me know over on Twitter, at WatchWhimsy, and that's gonna wrap this watch up. But if you were looking for the Picarom, like, adaptation, it's still the same deck. Just keep playing it, it's still good. Now back to the cast. Thank you, Chuck. Always a great job. Yeah. He, he oh. puts so much good work in there. Um, mm-hmm. Love, Chuck. Oh, and by the way, before we go into news, I know you haven't been able to go to um, to locals, um, but yeah. you know Chuck. We've both known Chuck for a long time, and 
he we like to give him a hard time we love him but we like to give him a hard time so it's a a little deserved yeah but in the last month it started where you know we gave chuck grief for going to time a couple times um and then we started applauding him for not going to time so we started chanting him uh you know when he didn't but then it kind of evolved into we just started chanting chuck's name for no reason at all um it's completely fair <laughs> so yeah so we've been giving him a lot of grief <laughs> i did post uh, a meme up on our our uh, twitter page our discord um we love you chuck but uh i think we need to give you a little bit of a um a little love right here so nick if you can join me in a chuck chuck Oh, the meme continues. I love you, my friend. <laughs> Good job. Oh, man. Chuck, just is he bringing out creamy? Has he been bringing the out creamy to the? No, no, no. I thought it would be his time to shine with her there. For sure. All right, let's jump into the news. There's uh, not a lot of news this week, but uh, there are a couple relevant things here. Um, first and foremost, the V Union uh, box sets were announced um, for all three. We've got the Mewtwo, the Zacian, and the Greninja. Mm-hmm. Um, so every single one of them will come with the four cards necessary for that Pokemon. Yep. Um, and it will also come with a Professor Burnett, that the one that helps you get them in the um, into the discard pile. Um, and then it also comes with three packs. It looks like we have what um, one one vivid voltage, one of the chilling evolving rain, sky, yeah, yeah, evolving skies and chilling rain, um, which is actually uh, pretty generous in terms of being able to get the um, uh, the, the type of packs. Because sometimes we mm-hmm. get like that random like crimson or saga you know an older older generation i think with these newer products they Mm -hmm. are going away from those uh sets that are rotating um, for now they might they might still have you know some of the um like the team up stuff and all that in the future but um for this one they don't um another thing to note that there is a jumbo card which is the same size as the four cards put together as a promo Uh, So maybe we can use those promos after they're all put together so they're not so scattered. Uh, We'll see. Uh, But, you know, good stuff uh, for these. It's it's good that at least they're giving it to us where we don't have to pull them. I'm hoping they're not in the packs. But if they're just giving these boxes to us, I mean, you only need one box, and that's a playset of whatever guy you need. So um props on pokemon for giving these to us where we don't have to pull um mewtwo's left leg and then mewtwo's right leg and then try (laughs) to uh trade for his head and then keep going on from there um so pretty awesome um one last thing i do want to note that this will be costing uh 29.99 usd yeah Uh, yeah so so i'm not bad price i mean again i think it's for me it's it's these are still meh uh these ones for now, I, mean, we, 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 I think that's the key. For now yeah. is the key. So, so with with going into just V in the first place, V Max, um, mm-hmm. you know, when Picarom and ADP, and they're both, you know, still relevant, but um, you're seeing more and more play as it's getting closer to rotation, and their viability is going up and up with all these new sets. So, yep. um, something like this might not be viable right off the hop, but you know, the viability of these decks. Um, I'm sure at some point we're going to see uh, these V unions be like 
BDIFs. Yeah. Um, these three right now, probably not, but you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, like at least all uh, out of all of them, I, Mew has a nice partner with Shadow Rider. So, uh, but then at that same point, are you using Shadow Rider? I don't, uh, you know, just you mixing this in with Shadow Rider. I don't think so at this point. I mean, again, Maybe, it, Shadow that's Rider a, is is almost like a Zacian. Yeah, um, where right now he's awesome when he's attacking, and he's great with like um, with support. with yeah. the support. Uh, portion because right now we're using the Gengar Mimikyu and mm -hmm. he's kind of like that supporter role until the end of the game um, okay. so you might find him with uh, a Mewtwo or something like that where he more finds himself as a supporter as a draw engine as as energy acceleration mm -hmm. um, time to time will tell you know decks yep. always evolve over time all right so the one of the other ones we want to talk about here is they were uh, just like uh we saw in the past with some of these autograph cards uh, with Marnie and uh, uh, Hop, I believe, yeah, yeah Hop. Uh, we are now seeing Leon, Nessa, Bay, and Ryan uh, trainer card collections. So yep. really cool. Um, I personally like these trainers a lot more, or these supporters, in terms of getting like an autograph for them because- oh, Chuck I, would hate you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? I mean- he's, like, he's a Marnie fan. Marnie's- I uh, know, Marnie's yeah, his girl, so. yes. But I mean, like, I, like in the terms of understanding celebrity status within the Pokemon Sword and Shield lore, like Leon, if there's any character to get an autograph for it's like uh the champion yeah uh, yeah but, you have to for yeah, sure uh, so. these are these are cool cards they're cool um, they're definitely for your collection I, I, I mean you can get these cards elsewhere too or, or you can just use the regular versions to play right i think this is more again uh collectors i don't know if you're you're gonna see these in people's decks when they're playing IRL. Uh, probably definitely, not definitely awesome you know pokemon giving people more options more arts um for characters they know and love so yep. um, props on pokemon for always coming out with great products yeah the nice thing is they are coming out with some uh, interesting stuff at least for the japanese sets uh you know you're getting the binder you're getting uh actually one two three four five five packs but again those are split among sets so it'd probably be three or four uh for ours uh uh for for here in the u.s uh yeah but, and so that's kind of i mean that's kind of cool yeah I, I think there's there's some neat things in there and uh but yeah uh you know again like you said just a fun collector card to add to a set and i think that's kind of neat yeah all but, right so going on to the next uh, we've already announced this last week uh, but i want to reiterate uh for everybody um, listening to us today um, we do have our Triple P Saturday Select set for this month. Um, it's going to be July 24th at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to have 100 plus packs in the prize pool. So again, we're going to have a two-peck entry. So this will scale depending on how many we have. Um, all the prizes will be going to top eight. So again, uh, scale, scale from top to bottom. Um, in addition... Uh, we have a Shadow Rider Calyrax VMAX in the prize pool for number one. Uh, the person that takes home the Saturday Select will be taking home a, um, a sure. Shadow Rider Calyrax. And those cards value are going up and up and up. Whenever mm -hmm. we first announced this, he was at the 30 pack range. He's in the 40s mm -hmm. at the moment. So 
he is a very great meta deck and again like we were talking about earlier like even if he's not like the main attacker to a psychic deck just the um the draw and the energy acceleration is huge so definitely a card that we're going to be seeing for the time like the foreseeable future yep yep and uh actually uh jake there is an article i I just noticed while we were looking here um that i wanted to bring up is this is okay there's there's no official confirmation but the current rumor going on in the evolution skies will be the end of a guaranteed secret rare or better in a box Oh man, that's so, huge yeah. in a horrible way. <laughs> huge in a horrible way. So if you're going for the bling and you're like, okay, the best thing to do, best strategy is always buy a box, right? There's a good chance that you're going to get a gold or that secret rare, the rainbow, you know, um, those those cards. And now it looks like that's there's no guarantee there, which kind of interesting because does that mean going forward, we're going to need to see, like, you know, should there have been more Shadow Rider Calyraxes in those booster packs for uh, Chilling Rain instead? But, you know, those were, I don't know, even more rare. <laughs> I, I mean, I only opened one box. I found it. I found it on mine. And I know a couple of locals, you know, they opened, uh, you know, a few boxes here and there. And mm-hmm. and a few of them had no uh, no problem finding them um this time around but i've also heard that our there are other people that open multiple boxes and didn't pull a single one so right right uh, it's always hard I mean, to tell of, I, never, out of three boxes i only got one shadow rider v max yeah like, yeah I, yeah it's it's always hard to tell like buying product and opening packs mm-hmm. is always always super fun um but <laughs> i think the sentiment that i've heard from pokemon players and magic players and Yu-Gi-Oh players and all of this is it's just better to buy singles. It's more yep. efficient um, anyways. So we'll see. I don't know if this is going to affect, you know, meta decks and, and, and things like Shadow Rider or things in the in the future like Shadow Rider um, as far as if you buy the singles, um, being able to acquire them in that way at a probably yep. a cheaper price anyways. Yeah. Just overall. Um, one last thing I do want to mention uh, before we move on from our news section and go into our um special interview with uh, our guest is we actually just decided this today uh that we're going to be opening our discord and have like a league slash like deck testing night so every wednesday at probably four to seven p- uh, p.m eastern standard time uh times may change um but for now i think it's going to be at at the uh, five to seven time where we're just going to meet up in discord and we're going to talk about deck lists we're going to try to optimize the 60 per deck list, um, play each other um, with, you know, having open stream and, you know, just being able to communicate as a group, um, mm-hmm. as our local group, as our, you know, community is growing. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we love to have anybody and everybody um, come join, hang out, have fun, uh, talk Pokemon and, and, you know, just, you know, hang out in Discord. Might as yeah. well use it when we have it, right? Plus, if you're trying to look into also, it's just another way to improve the game, like going from, you know, you know, you have an idea for a deck, bring it and we'll evolve it. And hopefully you can come out with 60 cards. You're like, yeah, I'll, I'll take this somewhere yeah. or, or, or like, this is a perfect meme deck. Like, you know, exactly. It doesn't 100%. have to be like, yeah, the, it doesn't the have to be hard meta deck. We could oh. be like, okay, who's who's the best um, the best Maractus deck or something like that? How, right, do, right. how do we make Maractus <laughs> work? Um, not saying it's going to be meta, but if you wanted to come in and you know talk a little Maractus or anything else, you know, 
feel free to join us on our discord yeah so much fun all right jake we're gonna jump to future or past, past i'm already us. messing them up yeah, yeah past us. we're going back to the past to the past now uh yes. but we'll let our guest this time introduce themselves So Pokemon players, we got one last question. Are you ready? <laughs> yes. And that, yes. of course, is the one and only Mr. Raichu is today's guest for us. Um, Pokemon ambassador, player, professor, and just all around awesome community member. Um, welcome, Mr. Raichu, to the podcast. Um, so for those who don't know who you are, kind of just give us, um, you know, uh, who you are and uh, you, a little bit about your Pokemon, um, you know, your Pokemon background. Well, I, I've been doing this since the beginning, since base set hit. Uh, my son got me involved. Uh, he was six years old. You know, he's in his 30s now and, and we're still doing this. Um, and we just kind of stayed involved um, from first being a player playing with my kids he's learning to read do math it was great he's six mm -hmm. you know and then i have four kids all together they fought over how to play <laughs> i had to figure out how out of a little book that is way too complicated ended up at the league and this was when Wizards of the coast did it yeah. Was, uh, yeah that was that was back we all had dci numbers i ended up in the mall in a wizard store doing a league <laughs> and uh went to the very first world championship with my kids in 2002 and there's only two age groups. They didn't even have masters. If you were 15, you couldn't play. Oh, wow. So, uh, so I just kind of hung around. And then uh, it got to where we, 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 we came from players to collectors to uh, Yu-Gi-Oh hit. And Yu-Gi-Oh, the cartoon and stuff really hurt. And the leagues and everything went way down in popularity. And I found I had to start promoting more to wow. keep it going because it was really good for my kids. And I didn't yeah. want this to go away. Mm -hmm. And and that's how I kind of switched into being an organizer. And I was trying to do both. And you can't do really good at any, you can't be good if you're trying to do both. Right. I mean, yeah. you know, the best. So I, I ended up having to switch to be more of a, a judge, organizer, TO, professor, PTOs, as they called us back in the day, <laughs> um, to where I could start running events. And then I started getting, I started going to some big stuff, volunteered, ended up uh, being judges and, and, um, and then here we are today to wow. doing it all online because of COVID. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we hate COVID. No, that's not. Yeah. So it sounds like you got your your start um, basically because you know you're you know bonding with your child and, and kind of just getting into the community, just diving head first right into the league right there. And then, um, so that's really neat. That is a that, that is, is such a cool motivation because like I feel like as someone who kind of grew up at that young age myself too when pokemon was first coming out and stuff like that's like an amazing little dream right there and then just mm -hmm. kind of seeing someone go through that so that's that's a really cool inspiration i know for a lot of people yeah, for, especially for I, yeah like, jake like, you're, you're i actually literally got into the game because I, I always liked pokemon um but i acquired a few packs from playing uh lgs with other games um, because my son was like into it. He saw the cartoon, opened up the packs. And then I was like, oh man, this is actually kind of cool. And that's kind of how I'm doing it. And I'm hoping to do kind of a similar story. He's still just learning to read and do basic math. So I kind of can't wait to 
hopefully follow in your footsteps as far as just kind of being in the community for, you know, the next, uh, you know, 20 plus years. I, I'm, I'm pretty pumped about that. Nice. That's great. So that being said, you know, having a great start, I, I know there's a story behind your nickname, Mr. Raichu. Do you care to elaborate on that? So it started with, so Raichu became my first Pokemon. Mm -hmm. that was the first, when I very first heard about Pokemon. I pick up my son from date from uh, like a head start thing. It was like kindergarten yeah. or school. And I pick him up, we're driving home, and he's just off the seat. I mean, he's floating, all excited, telling me about Pokemon and how they evolve. And and again, he's like, you know, six. And I'm looking yeah. at him going, I'm thinking as a dad, this is what you're learning. This is what I'm paying for. You know? <laughs> that's my first thought was like, and he just was so excited. And as we were driving down, there was this little, you know, little agent store that had Hello Kitties and just this teeny little thing in a parking lot. And he's like, Dad, they got Pokemon in there. And so I pulled over. We got out. We walked in. That was the first card he showed me was a Raichu. And he wow. pointed to it and um, was telling me all about how it evolves from Pikachu. And and uh, so, of course, that had that became my you know first Pokemon, my favorite. I'll never forget that 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 day. Yeah, and um, and then so and then the name just came later as I got more involved. I'm judging. Um, I was at a national championship. I happened to my wife had gotten me this jean jacket with a big Raichu on the back, kind of like a biker thing. This huge, crocheted like Raichu on the back of a leather, uh, jean jacket. And uh, I was at nationals, and I happened to have that. And and before that, Raichu was never respectable. Not in the game. Not in battling. Yeah. Video game, nothing. He was always just a sideline guy. Right, right. And that year at Nationals, uh, the deck was called Rags, and it won first and second place oh, in the tournament. And I was just like, oh, man, and I made a big deal of it. I got my jacket out, you know, and it's, hey, wow, he's respectable now. You know, he's won something. <laughs> Let's go. And That's awesome. Mr. Raichu. And, and, uh, and, and, I, and I have, and, and we all kind of started getting nicknames um i a, a person in my area big daddy snorlax he's also been in the game for 25 years does major tournaments travels um so and, and so we all ended up with i mean i don't know how many people you know in the system or volunteers or judges but um you know there's bulbasaur there's there's many so yeah yeah that's awesome I ended up with our own little nicknames that's how i got mr right you no, I love that story. That's, yeah, no, I, I think I think that's really neat. That because that's something like you bring it up. Like all those names, they're known names. Like there's there's nicknames such as yourself and uh, Big Daddy Bubbles. Or like you know, it, it's it's one of those things. Like there's a whole new generation of players that are coming in who kind of know, kind of hear it down the grapevine. And so that's really cool to hear that story. So again, I really appreciate that because that is that is a that's that's pokemon history right there like it, pokemon doesn't exist without that kind of knowledge too so yep. that is awesome that is yeah. really cool that no those are awesome um we kind of did this a little out of order from the norm um normally we go hey we're gonna have our normal standard questions um so with those two awesome ones out of those icebreakers out of the way let's go ahead and jump into our normal ones nick um <laughs> I'm gonna let you start this week. I get it this time. This okay, again. yeah. So we we do a set of st four standard questions here, and the first one. <laughs> well, it, it's just it's kind of like a get to know you. 
yes. in a weird in a get to knowing game. So uh, this one is they're all Pokemon related. And our first question always is, who's your favorite starting Pokemon? So if, if like based off the video game. So if if, if you have a favorite start, Fire. Fire. Always okay. Fire. Always. I've played, played every one of them. You know, from you know the blue and the yellow all the way through to Sword and Shield. And my starter is always fire. I learned that because because so what do you do when you first go? You pick a guy, and then mm -hmm. you got to go through the thing, and you're grabbing up different Pokemon because you got to get ready to battle your first gym leader, right? Yeah. And I found that if you're grass, you are um, great defense later, but you're mm -hmm. really bad early. Yeah. So it made it more difficult, and 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 so I always went with fire because it was way easier to to weaken Pokemon, to catch a variety, to get my team started, to handle the first um, gym. So that's why I always went with fire. Awesome. So score bunny, what was my last one? <laughs> hey, that, that was the first one I picked as well on the, on, on the sword and shield. <laughs> All right. So no, that's awesome that you just, you didn't even say put your favorite Pokemon, uh, favorite starter. You're just like fire done. Uh, love I, love it. It. I love it. I love it. Love it. Um, Cool. So next one, favorite Pokemon. I mean, I know we've had a lot of guests where I've just assumed what their favorite Pokemon is because of their name or something associated with their name. And some people have surprised me. <laughs> favorite Pokemon. He's pointing at it. I he's know point, he's pointing he's at petting it. Right, you. It has to be right. Okay, nice. awesome. I, I would have assumed that, but we've, I, been, we've had we've others been, that been, shocked us. Yes, we've been surprised before. So before that 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 great day you know that that memory that i'll just never forget then and then probably be rayquaza uh, rayquaza you know again that's earlier gen uh, mm -hmm. that's what i played with he was pretty powerful it was fun to use him outrage is always amazing so um yeah that's probably awesome. with rayquaza, but. very cool very cool okay so now for the third question here um in from the game What's your favorite card? And this could be for whatever reason, because I'm an attack, an ability, or the artwork itself. What's your favorite card from Pokemon TCG? Of all time. Yep. Yes. It could be current. It could be way in the past. It, you, it, it could just be the first one that pops in your mind. That works too. That's, that was really, really hard. So like, <laughs> that, that's really hard because, because, because number one, I, I like, car so my first love is the card game. I mm -hmm. mean, yes, I, I, you know, I, I, I play Pokemon Go, I, <laughs> I, 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 I do the, the video game, I, I do the other mainstream. We did Pokken, I was, you know, head judge for Pokken for a few years at World Forum. So, I, I mean, I, I, I do the other games, but cards was always my first love. And then in the card game, I want to win. Mm -hmm. I, I can't tell you how many times kids have given me a hard time about Oh, I, I bet you have a Raichu deck. Oh, I bet your Lieutenant Surge and, yeah. and your 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 deck is you know all electric and and so they bring a fighting thing against me, you know, and I all whip out some psychic thing or something, you know. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, oh, they're like, and they're all shocked, like, how come you aren't using your electric? Yeah. Your and nickname's go, so Mr. misleading. Raichu. Yeah, yeah, you're Mister Raichu, and I'm like, well, I want to win. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm going to play something I'm going to win with. So yeah. there's been so many crucial cards. I mean, my wow one card that, I mean, that's literally out of thousands and thousands of cards. um we didn't say this was gonna be easy oh and, and wait until you get the next question especially for me because like haymaker i think that was my first real deck you okay. know um i thought i was a really good 
player as Pookie Dad, beating up on all the kids. <laughs> I, I thought I knew what I was doing, building my decks. And then all of a sudden, this, you know, teenage kid came in, you know, 16, 18, something, sat down in front of me and just wonked on me with Haymaker, watching him play Bill, 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 you know, and all this stuff and plus power, plus power, and just annihilated me. And I was like, oh, well, that was my first real lesson in Pokemon. Um, so, so, so that was, so that's probably my favorite deck just because of that experience but cool. and, and and the cards keep getting better i mean yeah, that's, yeah. What, that's how they make us keep buying cards right is, <laughs> for sure for yeah. sure well i mean it's, it's honest right it's really yeah. true the, the car even it, it expanded it's been around so long now yeah these new cards are making a huge splash in there because yeah. they're just so powerful and they're making them that way mm-hmm. uh, you know so well, I, I'll ask you this, since you, you've been playing the game since the beginning and everything, you know, have you, and this is a, a, definitely a tangent, Jake, so sorry. Um, what tangents on this show? <laughs> uh, when it comes to, like, how you see they de- how they develop cards and moving forward, do you like the path that they're moving the game, card game right yeah. now, or are you or are you against it? I, I like it. Okay, uh, cool. Why, I, why is that? Players like to complain about the format, and I think they're silly. So back in the day, again, for the first many years, we all played the same deck. You mm-hmm. went to a national championship. There was one, maybe two decks that dominated. Wow. You know, we, we all had Blazik and Rayquaza. We all had, I mean, you know, the Rainmaker Blast. I mean, it, the, sooner or later, someone figured out the ultimate combo, yeah. and it dominated. Mm-hmm. And it's many years now that you look at the top eight and it's a good four or five different decks. Now yeah. it's more about matchups. Now it's been more about, can you guess the, the field we're in, you know, what you're going to run into, you know, can you handle that? Yeah. Uh, Cause no one deck beats all decks. There's always a counter, but can you handle the rest of the field to get there to beat the big deck? Yeah. You know, that, that's always the hard part. So it's, um, so I really like it just because I still remember how it used to be. And now it's, it's always a good challenge. It's always, uh, uh, I since everything's gone online for the last year and a half, I've been more a player again. Yeah. Um, and uh, I've been playing in some of these team challenges and stuff. We just finished our four team and we took 128. We made it into top 128 before nice. we fell congrats, out. Congrats, congrats. I think that was pretty good. Um, so, so again, I like, again, when we got there, it's four or five different decks. People like to complain, they hate ADP and they should ban ADP. And, and I'm like, you're silly because it's, if, if, it, if that was true, it would dominate everything, and it's not. Right. Yeah. So. Right. No, I, I think that was a good side tangent. And I know you didn't specifically say a card, but we're going to give you Haymaker deck. Um, all the cards, and I'll give it to you. All right. Because uh, this it's next fair, one fair, might, fair. This, this, especially being in the game since the beginning, this might be even more difficult than most <laughs> people. What is the one card? I'm, I'm going to stick it to you this time. You have to pick one. What is the one card that has been worst for any given format or for the game, um, in your opinion? And we'll give you we'll give you a little pre pre to, uh, like an inside on this. Most of our answers have been Zashian V right now and Crushing Hammer. I think that's pretty much where we uh, really yeah. bounce between. I, I, I changed mine at some point to Mawile. Yeah, well, that's true. I, I, I'm gonna go back a little bit and I. I and, and, and I'll probably ruffle some feathers here, but um, when they first started banning cards, um, uh, like Landsire's Trump card, mm-hmm. uh, they, they got rid of that one and, and banned it. And I thought, because he said that it breaks the game state. 
and, and where someone can't deck somebody. And, and I disagree with that because it wasn't that card that broke the game state. It was VS Seeker. So if uh, I had to really pick one card that has really made a difference and still does in Expanded, yeah. that causes people to be able to replay cards over and over again to cause a problem, uh, or that's even caused other cards to be banned. Because if VS Seeker wasn't in the format, Trump card wouldn't have got banned. Wow. Because you would have been limited to how many you could have. That cycle of how you're trying to you know, break the game state wouldn't be there. I love that card, but I can, I understand 100% why you picked it. I think that's an, that's again, that's like a really neat way of looking at the game because I think that's something like a lot of people, uh, when it comes to like ADP and stuff, like, you know, a lot of people remind them like, well, before Zashian V came out, ADP wasn't the threat. It's Zashian V that makes ADP the threat. You know what you mean? Like we hear that same kind of thing. So it's interesting because like versus a VS Seeker is one of those cards that has has such a major impact into the game. So that's that's a really great answer. That's that's really neat insight right there. No, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Okay, so okay. we've, you know, we've been, uh, that, that is it for our, you know, our hard uh, standard four questions. I want to kind of go dive a little bit deeper into your um, professor's um, career. Um, you've been there from the start, 20 plus years now of the game of Pokemon. Um, so what are, were some of like the world's or bigger event, like early events, um, like compared to what bigger events are currently <laughs> well you, you can go back to 2004 we're up till four in the morning trying to close a tournament so we can start <laughs> the next day at 6 a.m for judges and now we're you know we're done by six or seven and it's five times bigger mm -hmm. uh, back then it was more of a tournament you know 400 plus um back in you know and in, in 2004 and now we're um, you know, I mean, thousands, I mean, we're, we're, yeah. I mean, now it's more like a con, you know, yeah. now, now we're more, you know, we're entertaining We're we've got stages, they, they bring it, they pay an actor to get up on stage. They <laughs> uh, were streaming. I mean, so, so analogy time, like football, mm -hmm. football, the rules say that your team can only have so many timeouts, right? right. But how many timeouts does teams really get? Oh. Because of TV because of commercials because of right. so who's really running the clock it's not the officials and it's not the game it's not the rule book it's tv wow. streaming is starting to do that more and more now with pokemon because streaming is such a thing that there's so many times where um they, 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 you know that they need to do something or pull somebody out and they're not ready to start that match yet so we can't start the match on the floor and we wow. never had that back in the day. Mm -hmm. So it's really made a difference in um, where we're going because it's gotten so big. That's yeah. crazy. That's so crazy. Cause like Jake and I definitely wanted to like, we, we plan on streaming live events and stuff in the future and everything, but like to us and the way we view it and games that we've seen it in the past, that can't impact the game. Like that's so, that's so interesting. Cause I haven't heard that before in terms of that has dictated how the game when the game is going to be played and how like or if a round is delayed at all that's that's it that's crazy right i'm right. surprised now, it, i'm surprised that's happening it, it is still the game but mm -hmm. but the audience wants to see this guy play against this guy mm -hmm. you know and if you're in the middle of and again it's not just one game 
You know, when you're at the World Championships, you've got video game going, you've got Pokemon going. They they're now doing Pokemon Go, and you got the card game going, and, and you got all the different age groups. Yeah. So it's not <laughs> yeah. even just the card game. It's times it's, two. Right, time <laughs> per three. per it's yeah 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 wow so, so so it's not so much that they're running things as it's still us running it but there's times where we're delayed or told oh you got to stop you know kind of like the tv thing where it's like oh no you have to stop because we're still got to keep this commercial or oh, the game is still being decided by the game or the judges or the yeah. rules i don't want to make it sound like it's not but mm-hmm. i compared to the past to where we are now um it's a big difference wow and that to me is the biggest one of the biggest besides just the size i mean we have you know 50 people run a big nationals and now we need 500 people to run a nationals (laughs) you know i mean it's it's way different well inter well they're not even nationals anymore right they're internationals right 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 intercontinentals or I think if you counted everybody and all the volunteers and staff and for the sides and for the Boston thing, I'm guessing my wife says it's not 500, but it, it, <laughs> it, 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 it's a lot. My, my, my wife also judges and volunteers and has done this with me for 25 years. So Well, you can't argue with the wife. Never argue with the wife. <laughs> Maybe just for our regionals, our little regionals, we're pulling a staff of 60. Wow. 50, 60. So yeah, we, we will have regionals here in Portland yeah. and we'll rent the Orton Convention Center and have a big shingding and side events and all the different tournaments going on. And, uh, and, and we bring in a staff of, yeah, 60. And I, I definitely intend on making that next uh, event uh, that you guys are going to be running. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, and I hope well, I'm still honored to be running it. Yeah, for sure. I can't wait. And then you're going to make a, a judge call against me. And I'm like, God, that darn Mr. Right. <laughs> no, well, now, like, I guess that's kind of one of my questions. Like, how how have you seen the player base change? Like, what, what what's your experience with, like, in the past versus now in terms of how you look and view players currently? It's just more. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's I, mean, fair. I, don't, I don't think the players have changed, but so – Helicopter parents, helicopter mom. Do you mm-hmm. know what that term means? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, so since our events have gone, I mean, because again, we used to we used to rent out, you know, like uh, a, a, a banquet hall at a, at a hotel right. and, and run regionals. Well, now we're renting the Oregon Convention Center to run regionals. Okay. Yeah. So it, it's it's a major change in size and stuff. And when and so instead of one or two helicopter moms, you're three times that. You know, yeah. you gotta watch for it, and it's not just that. You know, you got your players, and and you know, and and and, um, and people figure out how to cheat or not cheat. I mean, I, I don't want to sound bad, but it's it's um, you have it. You know, just like you've seen on the internet where people get because that's the other thing. Streaming this sure caught a few yeah. times, right? Where oh yeah, especially if a judge misses it, mm-hmm. and and the streamers are all, oh, did you see what they did? Yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> in fact, in fact, that's judging now we have a somebody sit there on the stream chat so oh, wow. as as some public person says did you see that we're quickly and boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Judge ahead of time so they're right. actually got more judges on the match than you think because yeah. of internet because of streaming that, that makes cool. sense we had there's a famous incident from x-wing real you know jake you know this one this yes, was hilarious yes. <laughs> um one of the players missed a missed a trigger in the game and it changed the whole game and the brother or the, the friend of the one br- person playing just texted them and they like 
you can see on stream them pull out their phone like all the judges missed it and then, like you, you see the camera uh, the phone peer on stream and then the whole game stops <laughs> and then they have to like rewind the entire game almost like 15 minutes yeah and it, it was pretty it's pretty funny but yeah that is i i Personally, and I know I'm not sure about you, Jake, but like you know, Mr. Rachel, too, yourself, like that kind of interaction. Do you like how that is part of the game now, or do you find that kind of being more? Uh, we've seen. I've also seen it lead to more of a witch hunt style, um, uh, in, in terms of people are almost always accusing players of cheating. So the the video game mm-hmm. um, that that when you mentioned the witch hunt, you know, I've seen it happen to a few kids. And we're talking, you know, kids that are under 15, um, who's a really good player. And then, but all of a sudden on the internet, they're talking about him screen peeking, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, 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 it's, and, it's, and it's because, so, you know, if you got your DS out here, you know, and the, the cover's up, but if you're watching how I'm punching my buttons and you can maybe protect, you know, guess how I'm doing that, you know, and then it just, it got so big on the internet and got so slammed that kind of forced pokemon to address it kind of thing wow when to me the the player itself could you know just use your a and b buttons and arrow over you don't have to actually touch the screen to know so the guy can start guessing oh he's touching the top of the screen that's been this attack every time so i know what's coming before i pick my move and and this kid wasn't doing it you know Um, (laughs) yeah some kids kids are just fidgety you know some are really Mm -hmm. good it's it's but they're not going to blame the opponent instead of the person itself that to me could have controlled it differently yeah. but mm-hmm. uh, that became a huge thing and 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 then they're getting bombarded so bad that um you know people get bad thoughts you know i mean i'm yeah, gonna quit the game and my parents calling all upset and counseling and i mean it's gotten because you know the internet and, and kids and yes can get so bad that it makes them think really badly of themselves for sure when, yeah, when, we when in reality that's not what's going on so yeah, I agree. um so, so so in that situation yeah yeah and and if it's better or worse i i mr right you I, I the bigger the better you know <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll take what comes to make this bigger yeah you know, I, I i want it to be uh, i think pokemon so again being in the card shops and doing this 25 years mm-hmm. it's a whole different clientele that pokemon attracts than the other card games and i like our fan base i like what it mainly attracts you always you know got stuff going on when it's that Mm -hmm. large but generally i like the family attitude the family functions the Mm -hmm. like you're talking about you know uh jake with with your son so i i I like that that's how a lot start out and how it how it is the other games don't really attract that and then Mm -hmm. that, that grows through the game to where kids now that i have i've done this so long as a gym leader that i have kids or adults bringing me their kids and they play yeah. with me as a junior because I'm still there doing the same thing. And oh, now they're bringing awesome. me their kids because they, it was so fond for them. They, they, they enjoyed it so much that they want their kids to experience that too. Yeah. The other yeah. games don't get that. So to me, right. this is, this, this could be like literally, this could be, you know, more, you know, Girl Scout. I mean, this could be more if we just let it or worked it differently but yeah for sure no that's well is there is there any is sorry jake real quick again is there anything that you think that the pokemon like as players as part of this community that they should be doing to to get to that point like you know or you know like because jake and i are also again in a 
community growing uh, 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 with us and like we want Pittsburgh area to get bigger too you know is there and if for the players outside of uh, these two areas like what's your advice into that to to make it more to grow the game yeah to grow the game in a way that it feels like that's the little league so so to me it, it's it's well so so it, it, it always goes back to the leader right mm-hmm. so if you're the gym leader volunteering your time at the league mm-hmm. if you're volunteering your time for the league then you need to keep that as your that's why i was telling you you couldn't be a player and a league leader you know or you know you you, you gotta pick because you can't i, I want to work on my deck i got a tournament coming up right I, I, the league's out the window in my head right even though i'm there to help run it you know what i mean yeah, it, yeah. It, I, I I can play at a high level, and but most of the time I'm at league. I'm teaching a kid how to attach an energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and, and, and my competitive side that is no fun. But right. on my growing the league thing, it's it's huge. So we have, um, you know, I, I know I keep going to COVID because this last year and a half has changed everything. But so we, I didn't want to lose. My leagues were like eighty people every Saturday. Wow. I mean, it was a it was a large function of, of many age groups. We had a junior only tournament, dads and collectors that would buy all these tins and all this stuff and didn't need the tins anymore would give them to me, and I'd put a pencil in there, or stickers, or you know, a card that I have a million of, and then re-gift it to the junior tournament for yeah. a fun day that day. And they're like oh, all excited because they get this shiny new tin to put their stuff in, and and then it costs nothing, so the parents are happy and. That's awesome. And, and that's kind of how we we grew it. I uh, I, I also have a <laughs> a cliche. I have a Pokemon van because <laughs> advertising is important, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So um, let me see if I can find it here. I got a picture. I can show you real quick. But that's so cool. That is awesome. Oh, that is so cool. <laughs> now that for our listeners and everything that is a really neat way to kind of i will i will probably try to take a screenshot of that and put it up in, in somewhere in that the discord be our, so that be our, uh, our it could be the episode art episode, you know. uh, yeah art yeah sure. that's a really cool van okay so i i want to kind of so besides working the league you gotta get mm-hmm. the work you know yeah and, it, and the, then it depends on the card shop because if they're charging because some card shops charge mm-hmm. that's not gonna help you know what i mean i I always tried to prove to the card shop that let them in, let them play. Let's give them some free little things and they'll be at your counter buying stuff. Won't be able to keep Pokemon in stock. Let's just get it first. I I have leagues in restaurants, you know, where they're really lacking business. And I'm like, what's a slow night for you? They'll go Tuesday. I go, let's, let's have this, you know, one room here. We'll fill it up and they'll buy pizza or hamburgers while they're here. Yeah, and, uh, and then sure enough, at first they're all hesitant because they want to charge for that, you know. But right. you remind them it's a slow night; you're not making, you're not losing anything. Right. And yeah. Within a few months, if you you've shown them that, oh wow, this is profitable, and, and then you can paint their window with a big Pikachu, and, <laughs> you know, which is what I've done. Because you gotta, besides just having a league there, you gotta have something to advertise that it's there. Right. So right. the customer walking in, oh, they meet here every this time to do yeah. poking, and then and then and then it should grow as long as you don't cancel the other big big mistake sorry this is important to you that's why i'm rambling but yeah. the other mistake i find that they people make or card shops make a lot is canceling leave so like if you have a 7-eleven down the street and three blocks over is another 7-eleven or starbucks and half the time you go there it's closed 
when they're supposed mm -hmm. to be open. And so you're going to start going to the other one. You're not going to waste your time to go to the close one. You right. know, card shops, a lot of time, oh, we're going to cancel Pokemon because we've got, a, you know, a Yu-Gi-Oh event. Oh, we're going to cancel Pokemon this week because we've got this event. Well, you just taken that that league and just shot it in the foot. Yeah, right. It's never going to grow, ever going right. to grow when you do that because people are going to come and go, oh, it's not today. It's supposed to be today. Right. People aren't going to remember. They're not going to go online and check to see if it's available. Mm -hmm. If it's always the same time every single week, then they remember, oh, hey, it's Saturday night or it's Saturday at noon. Or... Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's the three big things you want to grow it. That's yeah. really no, I agree with all that. Yeah. Consistency is key on anything in life, I think. And especially <laughs> coming to, uh, you know, you know, gameplay and or building communities. I think it's definitely um, very important to have consistency. But I do want to kind of piggyback off Nick's earlier question and kind of rewind about the whole um, changing of, you know, how it was from, you know, starting um, to, to now how it is now um, with, you know, with players' mindsets. Do you, you think that has changed since the prize structure has gone from kind of just like you'll get some packs or whatever to actually some pretty big money on the line? You, you're definitely attracting some different clientele. You know, but I don't know if it's, you know, more cheaters because of that, you mm -hmm. know, or less, because again, I think it's just, it is like the helicopter moms, you know, you're going to go from that one mom, you know, at a certain size. And if it's three times the size, you're going to have three times of them. Yeah. So the same thing with the other. Now, yeah, prize money will make some effect, but I think maybe it's even more crowd um, <laughs> where, in other words, uh, magic events, there's so much money in some people's binders and backpacks, right. That are being yeah. carted around. Yeah. It's easy for someone to pick it up and walk off when your head is turned or you're busy in the yeah. game, right. you know, and, and, and that's going to happen in Pokemon, you know, definitely mm -hmm. more because we're bigger now. Prices are up. Um, so, so yeah, it does bring some of that, but I don't know if it's really more. Okay. Than what we had. It just seems more because we are bigger. It yeah. is bigger. Yep, yep. Okay. So another tangent then um, <laughs> we kind of talked, we talked about this on a, uh, a kind of a similar um, episode um, with people going to events now, um, IRL, whenever that hope hopefully happens in the next year um, should be players. What What's like the minimum of, of um, cards or, or material that they'll need? Do, do you think just the deck um, or do you think they should bring their binder with all their, their stuff? Like what, is essential or what is just maybe too much to bring to an event it depends on their goal some people come to an event to make trades some people come to an event to win it some people come you know i mean so it, why are you there you know and mm. then bring accordingly you mm. know um if you're still trying to make because there are you can get some good deals right some people talk better than others <laughs> yeah. hey i'll give you these 10 cards for that one yeah <laughs> And sometimes right. people will take it. Yeah, right. so they swindle you out of that Charizard V Max uh, rainbow. Right, right. So, 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 yeah. I mean, uh, it, it depends on your goal, you know. Yeah. But then, you know, that's that's. Uh, it, it, some people like to show off. You know, why do you have a collection? Some people like keep it in their house and keep it all locked up and never show that fancy car. Other people. <laughs> yeah, right? as Jake, as you, you got you got Jake <laughs> reaching back for something now. <laughs> And other oh, people want to show it off. <laughs> I've seen oh. so many times people bring out a trade binder that isn't really a trade binder. <laughs> See? Right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> that's all just... that gold. Yeah. 
<laughs> J- meanwhile, yeah, J- what listeners Jake is currently showing off into the to the street. Uh, to I, I the don't show recording. off my stuff. Uh, I don't yeah. know. What you're oh no, about. never, <laughs> Mister Four Cold g- Quick Balls. Uh, uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, going back into, you know, just uh, judging events again, um, what are some challenges that you've encountered just as being a professor um, at any kind of uh, event um, with, you know, just dealing with people and, and those like helicopter moms, as you said, um, or, or just any, any like hard decision, like gameplay decisions or interactions that you, you, you know, might have been a little bit confusing at the time because like new metas are always popping up. Right, right. Well, he said, she said is always the hardest. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because as a judge, you're like, who's telling me the truth? Because mm-hmm. you can't yeah. always tell. We try to look at the game state. We try to, you know, play the odds. We try to, you know, ask a lot of questions to see who's consistent, you know, and just like anything else when you're talking um, to people. You really about, go detective uh, during those yeah. situations, it sounds like. Detective right you. And sometimes you, will make, sometimes you will make the wrong mistake, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but those are really, uh, to me, the hardest ones is the he, he said, she said, because you can't always be sure. And, and, and as a judge, I try my hardest never to make a call that will impact who wins. Yeah. I, I mean, I, sometimes that can be very hard. Oh, sometimes that's, that's very hard. That's I, want the, really... I want the game to decide who wins. Yeah. You know? right. um, and the other hardest part is rewinding. Um, that, that, that's, it's not always easy for people, um, even judges and stuff to rewind um because I, you're having to ask people and you're trying to get it back to the stage before it was broken you know and yeah. uh and that that can be a challenge and then again not affect the game you could try yeah. to keep it i want the game to decide who wins not the judge now that being said because you know those are very difficult situations um have you had people ever get like verbally or visibly visibly <laughs> mad at you um for making a call against them so many times <laughs> you can't do this 25 years and right. not have, it, be in many of those situations yeah how so, do you deal how do you deal with that do you just uh break eye contact walk away so well it depends on the event if it's my event um then yeah you know i, I if i'm the last guy talking you know if i'm the the buck stops here yeah uh, then then if it has to go past me then i have to get the store person involved because yeah, it is okay. their store I don't have that kind of a power to, you know, this guy could really leave the, the store. Um, so, but, 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 but as far as major events, you always have, um, you know, Pokemon themselves. You know, there's always a contact person to where if it goes past judges to where, so, so one time I was, I was judging and, and it was a simple thing. Um, sleeves, sleeves can be an issue, right? We don't want a marked deck. We don't want people having, you know, unfair advantage, seeing what's on top uh, of, of their deck, of, of their sleeves. And some sleeves come to a, a tournament just a mess, you know. And so mm-hmm. a, a thumbnail mark here, a crease here, uh, mm-hmm. well, that's a marked card. So I, I'm at Nationals. We're at this huge event. And, and, and you, you, check, you spot check decks all day long. But then once you get into the top cut, you recheck every deck before right. you start the top, the top event. And uh, there was one time, and this kid was a junior, so it was 10 and under, and I just needed him to re-sleeve his deck. You know, I didn't like his sleeves, you know, so I'm asking him, where's your daddy, your mom? And, of course, they're on the sidelines just eyeballing because the judge is talking to their son. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'm just, I said, well, let's get them over here. I said, let's see if they've got some new sleeves for you, or maybe they can buy some, but mm-hmm. we need to get some sleeves on there. 
And um, the dad comes over and accuses me of calling his son a cheater. Uh. <laughs> and I said, no, no, no. I said, all we're asking for is a new sleeve. You know, I said, in, in, interpretation's everything. We don't right. want to give it a presence that it could be marked. You know, I'm right. not saying it is or not. We just want new sleeves on there before we move forward. Yeah. And he yeah. just That's swore that he just swore I was calling his son a cheater. And, you know, <laughs> that I'm doing this. And uh, oh, I, said, so yeah. I told him we'd even provide it. But it, it just got, uh, um, and I finally, I mean, I got to the point where I had to say, look, if we were calling him a cheater, you'd be leaving right now. Right. Yeah. Playing at all, you know. Yeah, I had right. to actually take that step of look, dude. Don't keep pushing. And there's times too where the helicopter mom or something, because they're always the hardest uh, for me anyway. Is where they they're, they're want to wave to their kid or get them to smile so they can take a picture. <laughs> but you can't communicate with somebody at nationals who's in a in a tournament, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Because that opponent's mom or dad is watching too. Yeah. Oh, they're giving him hand signals and they're doing this and like baseball. <laughs> You know, <laughs> they do. This this happens a lot, and so you try to talk to that person about don't interact with your child whatsoever. You can't wave, you know. And of course, they look at me like I'm, uh, you what? You grow grow sprouts? Yeah. Well, you know, How, dare you? How dare you? How dare you? And so it, it, that that's always got yeah really hard too. That same thing, but it, but you have to watch for that in big events. So it's not just the players; you're also watching the crowd. Yeah. No, understandable. Um, okay, so um. I know it was probably a little bit different back um, back at the start, but how would one, as a professor, um, qualify to actually run or or be a judge in a bigger event to, to a world's event? How how would one get to that point uh, at, uh, nowadays? Pokemon has a really good system in place where um, first you sign up to be a professor, mm -hmm. and I think it's like a, and this changes all the time. So where we're at right now, I don't know because I haven't had to sign up to be one in the beginning, <laughs> right? So that has changed. But from my understanding, it's like a 10 questions mm -hmm. and they do a background check. Right. You know, okay. and once you pass that, you're a basic professor. Um, and then there's three different types of professors. You mm -hmm. can be an organizer professor, you can be a judge professor, and then the judge professors is TCG or VGC. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You got three categories. You can sign up and take a test to be a professor. Um, and of course, the more of those tests you take, the more in your resume, just like applying for a job. Yeah. And then they have basic stage one, stage two. And stage two, of course, the questions are way harder. And it's like essay. And then there's actually an interview. Wow. Wow. So, so did, once so you get did, stage did two, you... you get to that level of like uh, internationals or, or worlds? Or is that even above uh, that? Yeah, no, not none of the above. Oh, so okay. now you're like, even at stage one, professor, you're now kind of eligible. But with, okay. again, this is a resume. They they put out a link saying, who wants to be a judge at Worlds? You mm -hmm. know, or this event. <clears throat> and then you type in, and it's, it's a lot of questions like, can you get yourself there? Do you yeah. need help with your hotel room? Do you need, I mean, so they give you all that kind of stuff. But then it's also, what have you done? You know, and then so it's not just your rank of professor and all the tests you've taken to prove I know what I'm doing. And, and, and that rotate by the way you have to stay current meaning once right. i pass you don't stay there so at, at okay. a high level that my still expire and i have to take the test again <laughs> because things change new card interactions new rules right? stays left <laughs> and then the other thing is what have you judged where have you been yeah. 
You know, right. so how much stuff have you done locally? And have you gotten yourself to a regional? Regionals are huge because then you have people like me that can vouch for you. Yeah, right. yeah right. he's judged my event three different times. He, he does this and this. He's great. I recommend him. And that's another way to, to get into the higher levels. That's honestly, that's crazy because that's really, that is like a full, I, that's like when I went, had to go get hired, you know, like when yeah. I first started and I was trying to get my, in my career, um, you know, like I remember like <laughs> one of my favorite questions was uh, by the, one of the, who ended up hiring me as an intern was like, um, so do you have a car? Like, can you get here? And I was like, yeah, I, I can, I can drive there. I'll be able to drive there every day. He's like, oh, that's good. Okay. Cause we start really early, you know, and it's just like, those are like, those little, like those kind of little questions there. And that makes a lot of sense too. Um, and the being able to commit to it. And I think that's, I think that's like a, another important factor that I, I feel like a lot of people don't really understand with professors, professor yeah. judges and organizers is not only are you consistent in staying up to the game up to like the knowledge of the game and understanding the format that you're playing in um you're consistent in getting to these events and you're mm. not playing you're judging you're participating as a volunteer you're sitting off to the sideline and you're making the heart in my mind still the harder decisions for some people because like you said you could be making a decision that completely changes the out, outlook out, impact of a game off of a he say he, he said she said situation and that's scary for right. some people like i don't think a lot of people and to do that for you know 20 something years for yourself that's amazing yeah. uh, there is help there you have a team yes you know yeah I mean? so, and, and they have a tears you always have a head judge he's got a first you know and then you have people under that you limit what the other people can do without going through the head judge you know, so uh, prize penalties, you know, game losses, you have to go through the head judge so that he has control over his age or his pod that he's in. Yeah. Uh, how big it is, but um, which really helps because you can powwow. The hard yeah. part really in the powwow is not to lose track of time because you're still running this tournament. You've got to be done on time. You know, if you're losing 10 minutes every round in, mm -hmm. a, in a nine rounds, you're losing a lot of time. Yeah. You know? right, so, right. And that, that, that's crucial. That definitely could be uh, hard to keep keep track of for sure. But uh, no, so you've been doing this a long time. A lot of good information that we've got so far. Um, I, I want to go on to this one. Um, so what is the uh, Quezon Award? I think I said that right. And um, the story behind it. Nice. <clears throat> <laughs> wow. So this is our case and award that we hand out every year. And okay. have you heard wow. the term spirit of the game? Yes. Yes. Okay. We, we took that and, and, and ran with it. We, um, we had a player, his name was his case, um, who was way back in the day and uh, a great player, really nice kid, um, high school. Um, and, and this, this kid, I'm serious. This kid would, I'm playing you in the finals and I see you do something that's going to cost you the game. I, I, I stop you and say, are you sure you want to do that? You might want to put it over here. I mean, he was that kind of a guy. He was that kind wow. of player, co teaching. He was just, I mean, and, and we're talking young high school kids still. Now yeah. he played wow. with us for many years. Uh, we knew a lot about him because he kind of grew up with us. Um, great family. 
and anyway, one summer, um, there was a big tractor accident and he, had, he died. And, uh, so to honor him and to keep things moving forward and, and for all of us who knew him, um, we uh, started this case award. Um, we, uh, the Nelsons out of Washington, um, David and Nikki, they uh, actually run the water gym every year, a tournament where people pay in, it's free, but we all donate. Uh, so stuff's raised for a, 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 a college fund that's donated in his name that we give to someone for school. So it's more than just this award, but once a year we um, honor someone at our regionals and surprise somebody and give them this award because of their, just their leadership, their, their giving back to the community, their spirit of the game. Yeah. And it's uh, our case award. That's that awesome. Is, that is awesome. And it, what does it mean to you to um, actually have won it um, in, the, in 2019? So a lot of both, they made me cry on stage because I usually hand that out. You know, it's yeah. kind of a fun thing for me. And uh, there's three or, well, there's five of us now that decide who, because we have, we have partners that help us out and mm -hmm. that run the big, our regionals. And we all decide as we're getting closer to have the plaque made, who's going to win. Yeah. And then we all debate and talk. There's, there's many people to pick. We have a great community. And then we all decide on one person and then we create it. So we already had someone in mind. And then I was to go out and I always try to dig up some fun facts because I try to get the crowd excited about who this person's going to be. So I'll say some things. They're a gym leader. They do this. It's a girl. I, mean, I try to work it down. I try to get people guessing who it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess out, who? Right? Yeah, yeah. And then I come out. Hey. Well, in this situation, and, and we're not eligible. We've never done this. Our people that pick this don't uh -huh. do this. Yeah. And uh, the, my other four peers or partners uh, twisted it around on me and gave it to me instead. Wow. And that was our last regionals because then, you know, 2020. Yeah. Then right, right. Yeah. Yeah. But so still, that, that's, that is that's powerful. Such a, a yeah, powerful story. And, and it was amazing. Oh, I just love it. Your guys, your guys' community. I, I mean, I love it. It's, <laughs> and th that's the thing I, with Pokemon. Yeah. You, you talk about that. Like you, I, I've seen this in other sports, right? Like that kind of attitude, that kind of celebration of, mm -hmm past players of future players and current active members i see that in many other sports and to see that in pokemon it doesn't exist anywhere else right now it, it really truly i i don't see it in esports i don't see it in other tcgs and it, it's that's it's that's something else right there that's I really agree. cool somehow it just attracts those kind of things i i totally agree with that that's why i'm I'm Pokemon for life, you know. <laughs> for sure. It's about doing that, you know. So are you ready? Start, you know. Yeah. Like, oh, no, I love that. Ever. I love that. They go, oh no, no, one day you're not going to be able to do it. I said they're going to wheel me in here on my deathbed. I'm going to be laying on a yeah. on a gurney, and I'm going to be yelling, "Are you ready?" For yeah, no, no. Your, your last action <laughs> as life. Are you ready? It's going to Die happy. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, That's really cool. So yeah, I, I want to kind of transition into talking about more of the community building. We kind of tangent on that a lot, and I had a lot of things. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was like, so, what, Jake, I, was like I don't tangent. On. Yeah, we were like, but the one thing I want to ask you, as far as like building communities, I, we kind of talked how it was pre-COVID. Um, what are things that you you have done in your community members? Done, you know, because you have a a pretty strong base there. What have you guys done during COVID to try to keep the game alive and thriving um, when we can't really be, or we, especially when we, everybody was at home and couldn't leave the house? Um, well, we tried to stay in touch. Yeah. Not everybody's got computers. Uh, 
parents in Discord don't mix. Something I've learned <laughs> working really hard is parents don't want their kids on Discord, you know, and, mm -hmm. and I kind of get it. But at the same time, it's like, how else can I reach you guys and play with us at least, mm -hmm. right. you know, uh, PTGO, to be honest, I never did it in, in my 25 years. Wow. I never played PTGO, never jumped on it. Now I've coached and we've trained. And we've had a lot of lead kids. I mean, one of our players won worlds, Jacob Van Wagner. We've had a couple of second placers. So we've, we've had that also culture of serious players going to main events and winning the big ticket. And of course they, that was a good tool for them. And yes. I knew that and I, and I talked to them and I, I'd give them codes and, and help them and, and stuff. So, uh, cause I never used my codes, but then when this all hit, I, I cause I'm an in-person guy. And yeah. so when this all switched, I had to, okay, well, I guess I have to do this, you know? Right, so right. I, I, I got a desktop and I, I figured out two screens and I never had before. <laughs> How to do Discord. And I mean, this isn't my gen to do this kind of technology, you know? Yeah. But I'm slowly figuring it out to uh, to play. But finding that we lost some of them, I, we tried to reach out. One of the things we did was um, Pokemon Mail. So yeah. Once a month, me and uh, my wife, uh, she works really hard at this, and uh, we mail out over 80 stuff. We write a little letter, and we stick in a Pokemon card or stickers or pencils or a charm or, uh, you know, wow. codes, yeah. something to, to all the community of, the, of, of people that aren't joining us to stay in touch, to let them know, hey, we're still here, and wow. don't lose sight of the community. And, yeah. and I get mail back, which is really cool, and I pin it up on my wall, and that's awesome. It, it, uh, that's really that's neat. Another thing that we're doing besides Discord and and uh, PGGO. Yeah. Now, now it seems like you get you you get involved with all the age groups, which makes sense as a as a professor and stuff. Uh, how do you? What's your like when you're trying to introduce new players to the game? How do you go about it for each age group? Do you have certain strategies that you see for juniors, masters, and uh, or junior, seniors, and masters, or you know, do or is it kind of like the same approach for everyone? Can't be right. Mm -hmm. so, no, so, so it depends. Um, usually, in so masters, I, they usually if it's a if it's if it's a master that's not a dad bringing their kids, mm -hmm. that kind of master, they need very little from me. They already okay. have an agenda. They're already coming in with friends to trade. They they don't want me approaching them. They think I'm a salesman or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, but, and, and I leave them alone to have their fun. And right. I just slowly let them get to know who I am. Uh, if it's a pokey dad who's a master because he's got some kids, then I approach him on. Um, <clears throat> so I, I, hey, can I save you some money? <laughs> and he's salesman. Like, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> you know? Wow. Game can be expensive, right? Right. Yeah, we, right. We teach, Especially we, now. And <laughs> we teach proxies. Yeah. You're you're playing in league, you're using sleeves. There's no reason you can print your cards now right off the internet. Slip them in a sleeve. You have all the deck you need. You can go to Limitless or uh, yeah, Limitless and some of these other websites. You can print the entire deck that just won some big tournament somewhere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The whole mm -hmm. deck list nowadays with this new technology. And, and sleeve it all and come play. Figure out why this deck worked. What's going on. And, and this way, you can come play and be competitive at league and not cost. Tournaments hit. You have to have the real stuff. It's yeah, right. off. But then we borrow. We loan. We help each other. Right. You know, oh, you don't have a Shaman or, or you need a Detonator or Crobat V or, you know, oh, you need an ADP. You know, here, I've got yeah. one. 
He's in the trash, please. <laughs> Soon enough, September, right? <laughs> yeah, they're still expanded. <laughs> right. So, so then that's how I approach those guys. Um, with the kids, if they're juniors or under, the question I generally ask is, I need to know where their mind is. In other words, why are they here? Oh, I love the cartoon, or I just collect the cards, or... And a lot of times they, they bring me, oh, I've got my cool deck. And they open up a box of 100 cards all mixed up in a <laughs> yeah. Piece, right? <laughs> yeah, here's my deck, you know? Yeah. And, right. So, so I'll ask questions. And, and the simplest one I find to, to get their game state knowledge to where, you know, because sometimes I can hand them off to somebody else because I have right. other team leaders, other parents, other kids I know who will play them for me to help me out. Because, again, we were 80 people. I couldn't help them all myself. And so if I, the question I'd ask is, um, what's the most, imp- out of, okay, so in a deck of six, first ask how many cards are in a deck. Okay. If they say 60, okay, we're on the right page. <laughs> then I'll say, okay, out of energies, trainers, and Pokemon, if you want to win, what's the most important part? And I seldom get this answer right for someone new. Mm-hmm. They almost always guess, they'll, they'll hit Pokemon usually first, then energies. They seldom say trainers. Most yeah. kids school when they play they play like that ace kings queens for a game of war yeah flip over their deck and a pokemon oh this one hits for this you have this hit points i win yeah right you see the big numbers you're like oh my god that card's so cool looking it must be the most important card of the deck right right or even Charizard hitting for 300 he's awesome and not to count that it takes five energies to do yeah i mean in many cases it is like super important but yeah you, you definitely need to get to that uh, that stage in the game uh and yeah the supporters uh well items yeah, all that stuff is is definitely a key for sure right right mm-hmm. and, then, and then when they first start building a deck my teaching is 2020 keep it simple mm-hmm. you know, get, get, get out of the theme decks and let's get 20 trainers in there and at least 12 draw cards yeah you, you gotta have draw on your deck period so you need at least 12 draw cards um and and then from there then you whittle them down to get into you know 35 trainers but yeah i'll start with just a good balance 2020 20, one energy type yeah of, of energy your pokemon can be different but you're so many kids too right we'll put in three different types and right a one one line and all these energy yeah. no that's that's super awesome uh okay so we we've kind of talked about what you've done to help build communities and and mentor these players as as younger um and, and as they age um how about uh, fellow professors or people that are interested in that? How do you go about finding people that are interested in kind of joining your community in that way? And how do you help them progress? <laughs> so again, salesman, you gotta be that salesman. So, yeah. so a, a lot of our league leaders I approached one day when I just saw they were, so at first people are at odd, right? Especially in, in some of these leagues, if they're bigger, and, oh, wow, this is a thing, you know? And mm-hmm. so they're feeling their way of how to play in the stamp card or how to earn your promos or, I mean, we, I had a system, but that I kept from the old days, mm-hmm. I think the calendar and other things, but um, to where, so they can get their, their freebies that Pokemon gives us. And so um, once they accumulate to that and they're starting to come to events, you mm-hmm. know, like I've got a team challenge going on or, or, or whatever. Um, then I, then I'll just approach the dad. You know, and say, hey, you know, you know, I could use your help. And I just start asking for help. Oh, I've got this new kid here. Like I was telling you before, if I get them to a point where I know they can kind of play and right. I've got to work with that dad and kid who know nothing. So I'm handing them one of my decks to play me. Then I, I but I can hand them off to a pokey dad. 
You know, right. I, and I don't let parents stand on the sidelines. Now, some I can't do anything about, but I yeah. drop the seeds all the time. Like, hey, you know, would, I got a deck here. Wouldn't you like to play your son? Or, hey, you know, <laughs> I got this here. Just use mine and go play. Or, hey, can you help me? I need your help. And you got you to pull them in. Yeah. But, but, but then out of a third of them will stick around. And next thing you know, you got this great league leader. And, you know, and now he's, he's in it for life. And Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. True. That's kind of like, yeah, yeah, you just have to be a salesperson. I, I, I kind of do that as far as trying to like grow our community here locally at our online yes, you community do. with our podcast. <laughs> I, I'm talking, actually, this is um, um, kind of a good little thing. I just was talking to a, a new player online that he was on like one of the Facebook groups and he was acting, asking for help. And um, I wanted, I told him I would shout him out, um, Nicola. Um, just playing, playing um, some new decks on PTCGO, and I gave him a couple cards, and now I think he's he's kind of like like really into the game and very excited. So um, it's just great to have people like that and in, in opportunities, and you just kind of do have to give it that salesman kind of thing at first, because um, he was like asking, "How do you go to unlock packs?" I'm like, "Well, yeah, you're gonna have to purchase those, but there are cheaper ways to do it and things like that." Uh, but yeah, there's definitely that salesman aspect. Well, then you help him with cards. So that's something we do too. Uh, if mm. I get a new person online who wants to play, you know, mm. the game's only giving you theme decks. Yeah. You don't have anything. Um, with 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 Megumi and Darren and a bunch of us online and Mark and and and, and it just there's a bunch of us. They uh, and Andrew they we we they they donate stuff. And yep. so when I get a new person, I'll I'll give you some crowbats. Come play with us. You keep yeah. them. Get them in your deck. You know, and because once you're competitive, then you're more likely going to come back and play with us. Yeah. You know, so online, yeah, we've yeah. been, you know, and you should let people know if you know if somebody wants, we can help them out. Come play yeah. with us. Yeah. I actually sent them he, to he Megumi's uh, stream today. <laughs> uh, in addition, I, uh, you know, I, I keep a stack of code cards that I haven't on or, you know, redeemed. So if I find somebody, um, you know, that it, that wants to play, I would just get like, I will send them um, one of those so they can actually type it in. That way they can get an unlock card. Um, therefore I can trade to them, you know, some of those core cards that are needed. Um, mm -hmm. So I definitely always keep in mind we, to keep those. We, we, we have the code for energy. Yeah. Do, you know, cause I, I do pre-releases and stuff, mm -hmm. right? So I, I got a lot of codes for energies cause you know, they, we used to have to buy the energies and then they started giving us energies to do pre-releases right. and some of them came with codes. So if I give you a code, it gives you like a hundred energies of every type in your yeah, game. Yeah, then you're set for trades. And then we tell you, right, mark all your energy for trade for us, so that we can give you what you need to build a deck. Exactly. Yep. No, that's that's what it's about. I just yeah. uh, I, I love the community the community building aspect of it. Um, for like I said, locally, um, branching out to other local groups and kind of just like teaming up, yep. and, and then just it just makes a whole big happy family. It doesn't matter where we're from. So uh, just love it. Nice. It's good you're doing right. that. Well, um, I think I think like kind of my last kind of question here in terms of is just kind of like what do you plan on doing when when more restrictions start lifting and getting back to the post COVID approach to the game and to the community? What's your kind of kind of your goals for that? Looking for a home. Okay, that's fair. That's so. So I. I... COVID changed a lot of things. And I had a league I was at for 15 years. Mm -hmm. And COVID changed things to where they got new management. And 
and they pretty much just said they don't need me anymore. Oh, so man. I'm wow. like, oh wow. So when things do get back, and I, and and I know some car shops are trying that now. I mean, in Oregon, <laughs> our governor listed restrictions. People are trying to do stuff. Pokemon mm-hmm. themselves hasn't done anything official. They're still waiting, mm-hmm. um, as far as you know, doing uh, official events in the U.S. But um, so I'm. I, that's when it does get back to official from Pokemon. They release the floodgates. Which you know, I'm definitely waiting for it because I'm a hugger, man. This this is oh, so am I. So am I. I don't know. Jake really is. Oh, Jake really is a hugger. Hurt. Um, right? Whenever uh, yeah, IRL comes back, uh, even those non-huggers. I mean, I might just. I'm a sorry, sorry guy or sorry gal. Uh, right, coming in. Yeah, I, I warned my friends. Get a back brace. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't wait for you know uh, consensual hug here. You know, it's good. <laughs> firm hug <laughs> yeah good that'd be awesome yeah this is this is a lot of fun but also this is like I, again we stress this to our listeners like this is such an important career to know the history of too yeah. and just like how much of an impact because this is something that as players like you said like there's there's should be an ultimate goal to elevate the game to that yeah. status and so i think you still being with us after all this time and being able to be a part of like and spread this information has gone so far and there's, there's ba- nothing more rewarding than 20 years later this kid i knew at seven years old is now yeah. bringing me his son to teach him how to play and to play in our leagues i, I mean it just lifts me like you wouldn't believe so it's it, it's so, there's very few things in life that that getting I, I tell people all the time get involved go find even if it's not pokemon find your community donate your time it, it's so rewarding yeah, for sure. All right. Well, before we go, I we're we're something introducing new. We're, something, we're, new. something new. We are introducing a little new segment for our podcast here. I'm in danger. <laughs> it's some. It's hey, it was your idea. Uh, so, uh, so Jake. We're trying to we're trying to up our own game too, uh, and and also our listeners in terms of trying to understand the game and learn. Uh, but I start I decided to start with something a little fun first, uh, and we're going to do a trivia question. So since you, Mr. Right, you are our first guest going to answer. To... I know this. this I, is a so, fun one. I have no idea what he's going to ask. So we're both on the hot seat here, and <laughs> I'm guaranteeing you, you're gonna you're. Pr- you, you must be, you're going to, you're going to get bad at trivia details. Is, oh, I'm an, uh, I'm right. I am this, too. So this I might always be, lose the trivia. don't worry. Don't worry. I'm, I'm bad too. So this, this is, this is, this is a fun one. So it, it, I wanted to keep it. Normally we are going to focus these kind of questions on how to, on the game and playing the game, but this was so neat because I just heard this really neat fact because a lost Pokedex actual physical book book was found only a few years ago. Um, And so this is from Did You Know Gaming? And the actual fact, okay, so this is going to be true or false here. Oh, thank God. Okay, (laughs) so make it a little easier. The Pokemon TV show, the Pokemon video games, and the Pokemon trading card game are they they are they're in one universe true or false so they're linked together is what you're saying well like are they are they within the same like if there's like a multiverse kind of thing like we're talking Mm -hmm. marvel here are they within the same universe or are they different multiverses i say different i lean towards the same the same universe 
Okay. So the answer is they are different. And that, and and this is neat because I, I've kind of talked about this and I've kind of complained, complained about this a little bit in the past too. Is like, I like wish like the resistances would all be on the cards. Like you see in the video game, how they've expanded resistance and uh, weaknesses and stuff. Yeah. And that's how they explain in the Pokemon card game, why those, all the weaknesses and stuff aren't the same. And that's how they show like in the words in the TV I- show. Yeah. The TV a- show literally was linked to the same scene as the opening thing of the video or the video game. So I was like, I don't it know. is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah, so right, this is a cool, right, cool, cool little <laughs> fact. So yeah. All right. That was our kind of our first trivia p- professor trivia kind of question yeah. for this. So no, that thank was you. Fun. Yeah, just a fun, a, a fun, easy, uh, easier one. I put that in quotes to start off with. So yeah. All right. <laughs> it, 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 along that same question. So many times people have asked me because Pokemon Go hit right, yeah. And Pokemon mm-hmm. struck oil twice, right? Because the card game first hit, it was huge. Pokemon mm-hmm. Go hit crashing Google servers, right? Yeah. It was right. So many times people wanted the first 150 gen, the first gen that came out in Go, they wanted in cards, but it didn't come out that way in cards, right? You had to go three sets to find all 151. So they're all trying to find a set, the first set that showed it when it didn't exist. Yeah. So, so people started creating a group of cards from, you know, jungle, fossil, you know, base set to make that first in a binder so they can sell. Oh, here it is when it didn't really exist. Right. Right. That's why to me it was all different. Gens are different because it's, uh, that, that even happened with ghosts. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, apparently, according to that, the information from this, uh, the source is essentially that that was intended all along. Like they intentionally, like, and it wasn't just because Mm -hmm. they are working separately from each other in the real world, like, you know, at Pokemon, they're, it, that was just kind of the intention. Like, look, uh, they're going to write something and they're going to introduce Mewtwo, but the game's going to have Mewtwo. And they had actually planned to already have this special psychic Pokemon to be ultra powerful. Mm-hmm. And it evolved into Mewtwo in the Pokemon game as, so it was like a really neat kind of like, that's how they kind of do their interaction and have that separation at the same time. So. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I can't say enough. Thank you so <laughs> much for coming on. Um, yes. Enjoyed yeah. our time. Um, before we let you go, do you have any <laughs> shout outs or plugs? Um, this is your time to spread the love to your your people. Well, I I, I did earlier. I yeah, with Magumi and Darren and Andrew and Mark and Melissa and Mama June, my wife. I, I couldn't do any of this without those other leaders. Um, and come visit us at OregonPokemon.com. It's our website. It has our Discord link. You know, we'll help you play or make decks. I mean, it has our schedule. We meet three times a week for league. You know, uh, you can send me on the fan page for the Facebook uh, Play Pokemon, Mr. Raichu. Send me your address. We can get you on the mail-in list. So you get that free mail once a month of our Pokemon mail that we're doing. Nice. Um, nice. To keep us all connected. So, so yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that's it. Thank you. Thank you again for coming on. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> what a wild... What a great interview. Oh, man, that was so much fun. Uh, All right. We are now back to the future here. Back to the future. (laughs) Uh, For you listeners here, yes, this is uh, Nick and Jake again. Uh, We just wanted to say thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode. It was so much fun to have Mr. Raichu on. Uh, What a wonderful 
discussion with him and uh you know you know we'll you know i was just very excited to have yeah, just uh, having a veteran from the beginning um just listening to the 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 history of the game how it's mm-hmm. evolved you know his his in you know insight from how it's changed from you know 20 plus years ago to now mm-hmm. um and then just hearing stories about you know you know his experiences um people that he's known experiences and then just everything in between when it comes to Pokemon TCG um, was a, a great treat. And I couldn't, you know, thank you enough, uh, Mr. Raichu for coming on. And I hope to um, be able to do another one of these uh, at some point in the future. Yeah. Yeah. And it, hey, if, if you know a player that's been playing uh, as long as Mr. Raichu has been involved in a game with Mr. Raichu in your region, it could be out in the U.S., outside of the United States. We'd love to reach out to them and hear the game from their perspective because each region's different. So yep. uh, we'd love to uh, interview those uh, those players, too. So. Uh, but thank you all again. Again, once again, you can join us over on in our Discord. Uh, you know, we, and this Saturday, this July twenty fourth, uh, will be the Triple P Saturday Select. So uh, yep. we'll hopefully see you there. Yep, can't wait to see everybody, and uh, we'll see you guys on the next episode. Thanks for listening.